everybody, today I wanted to share a project you call where we talk about how to find peace and joy in everything that you do. I mean, literally everything. And at minimum, you can always accept, by the way. We all have to do things every day that we don't want to do. That, But there's a part of you that doesn't want to do it. Remember that. There's only a part of you telling you you don't want to do it. Because somebody else loves doing what you don't like to do. Yet, we have to do them anyway. There are things that we have to do. That could be picking up your kids. Just responsibilities. I guess you actually wouldn't really have to. But no. just responsibility-wise, we're talking about those type of things. You kind of have to do them. Or you can be like even like a presentation. right? Like Actually, I'm about to go do a presentation. I really don't... My mind's saying that I really want to do. And then I just go let back and go... But I get to do it and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it the best that I can. And you just keep let. That's what the part of you that's showing you I that you're not there. Things like, you know, like mucking out a horse stall or like <laughs> having to deal with death. Yeah. But um, how but, would anyway continue? <laughs> yeah, so how can you make it fun? Right. It's not easy. But the key is to make life a, is not to make about not to make life about what you want or get what you want. In fact, a yogi like you've, you've heard this term many times. A yogi never goes after and tries to get what it wants. Because that means it's just actually living personal mind. So it's about you experiencing your experience of life. And we're going to go deeper into that because I know you have a lot of questions about just saying that in itself right there. Enjoy. There's two quotes that I, that I, that I wrote down for today, which I think are kind of go along with this conversation. Happiness comes from the self and can be found in the self only. Find your real self and all else will come with it. Ideas of movement, of restlessness, of pleasure and pain are all in the mind. The self stands behind the mind, aware, but unconcerned. Just break down a sentence or two in here for a second, because it speaks to exactly what we're, we're talking about. Happiness comes, happiness, joy, fulfilled, whatever word you want to put in there, comes from self and can only truly be found in self. It can't be found in anything. So just understand that that is when you let go of the ego, it's you return to yourself. And that is the only place that joy or peace or happiness can come from. It can come and only be found in self. So if you find your real self, all else will come with it. So there is this no longer search for joy or happiness, which is how most of us are living our lives. We're in search for it when you are it. It's like you've been confused your entire life by somebody telling you if you walk east forever, you're going to find a sunset, only to realize you were put on the wrong path. It's not that you weren't working hard or going towards it or wanting it. You just were going the wrong direction. If you're searching for it, you'll never find it. So once you find, so how do you determine? So then the question is, how do you find your real self and everything come with it? You, 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 you work backwards and realize what you're not. Says I always goes through in my mind what you're not. I'm not my body. You know that. You could take your arm off. You could take your leg off. You could be a paraplegic. You'd still be in there, right? You'd still be in there. You know you're not your voice. I think we've we're at a stage now in this group that you understand that you're certainly not your voice, even though that you're glued to it a lot. You're still recognized and are aware that you're not it, and you're not your feelings. Voice comes and goes. Thoughts come and go. Emotions come and go. So you're not that. So then, what are you? Well, you're the one who experiences the voice. You're the one who experiences the emotions. You're the one who experiences the piano playing on both ends. You're the one who feels all of that. You don't have to be a psychologist or spiritual to understand any of that. You have this inner experience and you're experiencing that. Once you realize who you are, it's clear who you're not. And once you realize who you're not, you've just fallen back into peace. There is no searching for it. 
Again, so it's like this orientation movement. Happiness or joy only comes from self and can be only found in self only. Find your real self and all else will come with it. So that's when we talk about calling up the search, that's what that sentence means. If you no longer search, you fall into it. Ideas of movement, action, right? Of restlessness, of pleasure and pain are all in the mind. The idea of movement, you can think about action, right? Of restlessness that you're trying to build something, trying to create this restlessness of, of pleasure, you're going after pleasure and pain are all in the mind. They're on this plane. They're all in the mind. The self stands behind the mind. You stand behind the mind. You're very aware of the mind. You're very aware of the emotions, but you're unconcerned with them. Another word for unconcerned could be you've surrendered to them. I like the word unconcerned, which is why I like this sentence. I want to put it in here for you because it's a different way of saying it that you may not have seen before. You just become unconcerned with what the mind is saying. You become unattached, almost to Matt's point, with what it's doing or what it's saying. You become unconcerned with it. Because the self, who you are, who you are, witnessing this, a participant of life, it owes you nothing, is unconcerned with it. You're aware of it. You're aware that you... So again, it's not that these, these, this path is somehow that you don't have experiences or interact or get married or have kids or make money. No, we've, I've never once said to renounce life or nor will I, will I ever. It's just you're not doing that. You're just unattached to it from the form of you needing it for pleasure or pain or restlessness or whatever it is. It just doesn't work. Every pleasure, physical or mental, needs an instrument. Both the physical and mental instruments are material. They get tired and worn out. The pleasure they yield is necessarily limited in intensity and duration. Pain is the background of all your pleasures. You want them... <clears throat> You want them because you suffer. <clears throat> On the other hand, the very search for pleasure is the cause of pain. It's a vicious circle. Let's break that down. Every pleasure, physical or mental, needs an instrument. So what does that mean, needs an instrument? Needs a, something outside, pleasure, physical or mental, needs something, needs something for it to dive into, to feel it. That's why it says both the physical and mental instruments are material. There's something outside of us. So for any pleasure, physical or mental needs is an instrument. Needs, right? They all get tired and worn out, meaning they all disappear. Everything disappears. Your car disappears. Your family disappears. You disappear. Cities disappear. I mean, right? Everything disappears at some point. They all get tired and worn out. The pleasure, the joy, the pleasure that they yield is very, is necessarily, I guess, say very limited, right? Is very limited in intensity. So it feels good for a moment. And then, and then in the duration is high and then it comes back down. And we'll send these out so you guys have these slides, but it's limited in intensity and duration, isn't it? Everything is. So the, the material instruments that you're using to have pleasure, physical or mental desires, right? is limited in intensity and duration. And here it gets really interesting. I got you, Sandy. Pain is the background of all your pleasures. 
people think that you know the the world of you that you are in is there is no opposites but if you play in this world there is opposites but who you are is not a world of opposites you just jumped into a world of opposites so the pain is the background of all of your pleasures because out of pleasure because in order to have pleasure you have to be in some level of pain you see that so you're playing in this swamp that is the wrong swamp to be playing in because every pleasure you derive comes from the backstop or the background of pain. It has to. Because when, when, when pain and, and, and pleasure are absent, there is no backstop. It's just you. Remember, again, I've said this before, the third Zen patriarch, right? The great way enlightenment is not difficult for those who have no preferences, but make the slightest distinction and it separates the world between heaven and hell. Meaning that and there's another line in there too, but it basically says this exact line. If you, the minute you have a, a desire and a need, you've now put the polarities back up in your life. Again, this is a very deep conversation, but pain is the background of all your pleasures because if, you, if you're searching for pleasure, that means you're in some level of pain. If there is no pleasure or is no pain you're searching for, you just are in pleasure all the time. That's the funniest thing about this. You just happen to be in it. So you don't need it anymore from anything outside and you're free to interact with it. And then again, it finishes with this, right? You want them because you suffer. And this is that level. And most people go, well, I don't think I'm suffering. And I always go, and this is where I always kind of, this is where I was going a little bit before. Suffering is one of those weird things. Most people don't think they're suffering or some people will say they are. Suffering isn't physical pain. Like somebody's breaking your arm. Suffering isn't that like your world's bad or you're not enjoying yourself. If you take the highest feeling of energy that you've ever felt in your entire life. So all of you, whether it's your first time you were in love Maybe the first time you had an intimate moment. Maybe it was when your child was born. Maybe you, you won a bunch of money. Maybe it was a sporting event that you won a championship for. But all of us take that highest feeling that you've ever felt, ever felt in your entire life, multiply that by 10, and tell me if that's how you feel right now. And if you don't feel that way, then you're suffering. That's what suffering is. That's what they mean by suffering. People get this confused a lot because they think suffering is like, well, I'm not suffering, Adam. I get it to a degree you're not. But if you're at negative one and you can go to 10, but you only know negative one, to you, you're not suffering. But when you got that championship or you got that moment that made you feel this euphoric high, it was never the object outside. It was all that, that feeling, that energy that you got was already inside you. It's actually you. You just opened up because you got everything that you wanted times a hundred lottery level, right? All of a sudden, boom, it floods you so much. It's like your mind just doesn't know what to do and just shuts down for a moment. Cause it, it's, it got so much above what it wanted that it over, it basically stopped regulating your life and allowed you to actually experience yourself. It's what happens when you get what you want. You matches what you want. It opens up, allows the energy to flow through. And when you like, again, lottery level, when you open up, you open up so much, you have this rush of energy. Like you can't even sleep and you even doesn't even matter. Like where are we going? It doesn't matter what we do. Like you're so high, right? Well, when you feel that every moment, then come talk to me because that is the level 
that is what you're comparing suffering to. So and you're not going to get there all at once. It's like a, you know, it's like a, you cut your arm, right? I've been using this analogy. Like you cut your arm because it happened to me. I watched it, right? Cut your arm. You first stop the bleeding and then you put a bandaid on it. And then you put Neosporin on it. And then all of a sudden the bandaid is no longer there, but there's still a cut. At what point is the cut healed? It's hard to tell me what point the cut's healed. You just one day look down and realize that it's gone or healed. The same way with your, your progress, your path will come in is one day you'll look down onto the world or you'll look out into the world and you'll go, I get it. I get it. But it's only when you start doing it from that angle, all of a sudden it's like, you're like, oh, I get it. It's healed. Oh, I get it. I'm at a new pace. I see the world differently. I just see it differently. And that's, and then it's like, there is that moment. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, great. I see. And then you just, you're working more and you're working and you realized how much you were actually suffering <laughs> when you look back on it, even though when you said you weren't suffering, you weren't suffering, but you look back and you go, man, I was definitely suffering compared to this because what I'm feeling right now, every moment, this is incredible. I was definitely suffering before that. Again, we just think of suffering as an, as a term that, you know, has been used out there in terms of like, oh, like I'm in this bad state, I'm depressed. That can be, but that's not really what the term suffering is being used for in a lot of these teachings. It just means you're not walking around in one of those states. Therefore, you're suffering. <laughs> not that your life's bad or you're not on vacation or not having fun or not making money or not succeeding. It's got nothing to do with that. It's just that you wake it, you've woken up now and realized, wow, there's a, I can feel like this every day. For no reason? Yes. Okay, great. So again, you want them because you suffer. On the other hand, the very search for pleasure is the cause of pain. It's a vicious circle. The search for pleasure is your cause of pain. You want them because you suffer, and then you search for it because you're suffering, which is then the cause of your pain. Again, you're still playing in the wrong pond. That pond will never derive what it is. It's like a retention pond compared to your lake. She's not going to play with that. Again, um, I want you to think of it this way. If there already is a tremendous amount of pleasure in your life or joy in your life, there is no search for pleasure. So right now you're saying certain things bring me pleasure. So therefore there's an element of pain. Whereas what I'm saying is you have to go deeper in this. If you're already coming at it, with who you are is nothing but pleasure or joy. There is no search for it because you are it. And there are none of those moments that are going to turn you on that way higher than already how you feel inside. So there is no backdrop against it. There is no so, background towards it. So the key word is search. On this. That's really what, it, what, what this is. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you know, it's like, okay, let's use a massage, for instance, because I can just hear Hallie in the background right now. She doesn't want to say anything, but I can hear her wanting to jump in here. But like, let's just say like, well, massage feels great. It does. It's a, it's a, you can, one could say it's pleasurable, right? And it is, it's, it's a, it's a pleasurable experience, right? In this term of pleasure, it's a seeking term. So while there may be moments that you can have pleasure, this is a broader perspective of your life. Whereas I'm searching for something 
way outside of these little comfort zones. It's like when people say, well, I have needs. Well, of course I have a need. I have need for food. And it's like, well, if you want to call that a need, then call it a need. If you want to call that a pleasure, call it a pleasure. We're looking at the bigger parts of your life, right? Like, okay, eating, like snuggling with your family. Okay, that's a great, it's a fun pleasure. There's just a lightness to it. It's like using a, hey, Josh, I hope you have a great day. There's a lightness to it, but you're not attached to it. You're not searching for it as a way of a mechanism in the material world. And that's what you need as a way to bring you pleasure. You're already it. And then you're just enhancing it because there is no backdrop to it because there is no, you're not coming out of anything to go out of it. You're just in that state. If people ask me what I want there to be snow, the answer would be yes. I would love there to be more snow, but there is zero reaction inside whether there is or isn't. Like it doesn't change anything inside for me. Like would, and sometimes people try to ask like, would you want it to be sunny every day? I don't know. Sure. It's great that it's sunny out today. Would it be great if there was snow? Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be wonderful. Would it be wonderful if there wasn't snow? Sure. <laughs> yes, that too. So it's not, you just stop attaching yourself to it. And then the laundry thing, right? Maybe you don't enjoy it, Will, but can you accept it? You can always accept it because I don't know if you're going to enjoy being on your deathbed, but you can certainly accept it. I don't know if I would enjoy changing a tire at two o'clock in the morning when it's raining out and it's 45 degrees, but can you accept it? And what happens is, is the first modality of this is when you truly accept it, you actually start leaking into more enjoyment of the activity itself. So I'm not going to answer the final question for you of what the ask is, is the first thing is, is once you start accepting, you'll answer the question for you. Just right now, most of us aren't accepting what we're having to do for these chores that we call them. <laughs> we're, we're still fighting them. There's still a level of suffering there because you're still in your mind, whether you know it or not, you're probably doing the laundry going, man, I could be doing other things right now. You're suffering. It means you haven't accepted. That is the definition of suffering. And once you do that, you're not sitting there suffering. It's not like you don't have a bumper sticker that says, I'd rather be sailing. So for me, the case, I'd rather not be rathering. <laughs> and that's what most of us are doing. We'd rather be doing something else. That is a feeling, that is a level of suffering. So when you're doing the laundry, maybe you don't enjoy doing the laundry, but if you're not accepting it, then you're suffering while you're doing it. And that goes for everything. You got to make a long drive. You got to do this. It's there. You can feel it. You go, this feels different. This is not what I want. Again, this is all you see. This all goes back to, this is not what will wants, right? This is not what I want. This is not what I should have to be doing. <laughs> There's the preference again. <laughs> and then if you have a choice, you can make a choice. You can have somebody do your laundry, then have them do it. Somebody else in there, do it. If you don't have to do it, you don't have to do it. Nobody says you can't enhance that. But if you're doing it, this is the path to bring you there. Always starts with acceptance though. That's why even over the last couple of weeks, I've just told everyone in real estate, just accept the fact that there's different, it's a different market. It's wonderful. It can, it can be a great time for efficiencies. Really can be. Great time efficiency for yourself. Really can be. Right? And this is, this is the challenge now. This isn't like Josh going in there and saying, you know, I didn't want this to happen. He's going, oh, look it. There's a period of contraction right now. I can accept this. I'm going to make this the best contraction piece that I'm going to have. 
I'm going to enjoy this experience of what this looks like. And then all of a sudden, then it, you create efficiencies. You do more with less. And all of a sudden, you better communication. You have better agents. You start building things differently. And then all of a sudden, you get a period of expansion and boom, it goes. <laughs> and then you look back and you go, oh, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> you do. You look back and you go, wow, that was a real challenge. And I accepted it. And it was really cool. It's like the football games that you win just by barely winning. The games are better because it was a challenge, but they didn't mean anything. You see that? Like, that's the challenge part. It's like, look, it's like the whole thing with football. It's like, there's a hundred yards and every 10 yards, you can move the ball. It's not about moving the ball. You go there at night and you move the ball down. You score as many as you want. Right? So it's not about doing that. It's about the challenge that's there. And it's fun. Like if you just went there and they played a high school team, you wouldn't watch sports. And life is the same way. It's supposed to be like that. That's the beauty of life is that it's not going to go the way you want it. And you get to work on yourself and then you get to accept it. And then you get to move on to the next challenge that's in front of you. And you go, how can I help this challenge? Sometimes it'll turn out ways over here. Sometimes it'll turn out ways over there. Nothing wrong with goals. Nothing wrong with winning. Nothing wrong with, you know, being laser focused in business and making money. It's got nothing to do with that. In fact, if you're in business, you should do your best. <laughs> this is the truth. That's literally, there's wonderful lines in the Gita about this. If you're being asked to do something, you're in it and you're in business, man, you should be doing your best. You should show up to be your best version of you. If you're, and then the minute you stop being a business role and you start being a father or a mother or a sister or a brother, you show up and you be the best way there. Then you're, you know, your friends calling you. Many of you have called me. Sometimes I show up in a way I just listen. Sometimes I show up in a way to help. Sometimes I just am there. But if you're at, it's being asked, I just show up in whatever I can do to do. And it's not like I'm doing it or you're doing it for the note card that somebody sends you. Those are wonderful. It's great. You're just doing it because it's, you're being asked. <laughs> And then it's fun to create. And then you get to these different stages of all of it. So think about it in terms of your energy as a lake. Don't build around the lake. Allow life to do its dance, please. If you take anything from this call, allow life to do its dance. It's going to do it anyways, accept its dance. And then as it does, just always accept and enjoy the dance. And then when it bothers you, let go, release let go, release, let go. The other, that's why I use different words. That's be, you're behind the mind. You're aware of the mind. You're aware of the voices. You're aware of the motions, but you're unconcerned with it. That's the other saying. That's another way of saying, let go or surrender because you're unconcerned with it. Oh, there he goes again. Saying weird things. It's a weird little guy up there. Starting to get all craziness. All right. See y'all. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. Project U uh, has been, relt in the past, right, Hallie? The last, what, four, four years? years? Four years has been a wonderful uh, transformational experience for high achievers, leaders, in kind of four categories of your life, right? Health, physical health, right? Spirituality, um, wealth, not just in terms of finances, but what, is, uh, what does wealth actually mean and how do you, you know, all that 
and finances, of course. Yeah, but net like worth, just, but yeah all finances, that stuff. But also, like, what is the, what is money actually is? It's like, yep. it means nothing, but means everything, right? It's like one of those. How do you right. answer that, right? And then you know, leadership, right? In terms of leading yourself first, leadership is not about leading others; it's about first leading yourself and then others. Um, but we have, and we're really excited for, based on feedback that we've gotten from our community, we are going to be doing uh, Project You Unbound. Um, and you want to say Unbounded? Yes. This is maybe busy. title to be determined, but be, it's going to be Project You Unbound, Unbounded. or maybe you just let us know what you think, right? Yeah. Project You Unbounded or Unbound? What, Unbounded probably goes a little better. Yes. And the uh, it's going to change a little bit, and it's basically going to be a uh, journey inward. It's going to be um, similar to Project You Spirituality session, um, and it's going to be a year long about again spirituality, inner inner growth, the mind, the wandering mind. The, you know, what is the cause of suffering? How do I deal with this in everyday life? How do I get through these stages of spiritual growth? Really kind of laying the framework um, for how uh, somebody can stay on this path and continue to aim high. And that's the goal is that the spiritual journey, if you're really on this, this personal growth journey is very challenging. And it's also very, um, you need to be reminded by it constantly. Uh, and that's what we're hearing from it. So uh, the next year, if you're interested in 2023, we're gonna start that in June of 2023, uh, Project You Unbounded will go for an entire year and it'll be that that spirituality uh, entire session. If you're interested, you can always go to adamhergenrother.com and check out Project You there, uh, or just send us an email. We'd love to get you in there. And I, I just wanna mention that mention if you're still interested in the original Project You, where we do go more into health and um, fitness and wealth building and those types of um, topics, there will be a, uh, an original Project You also offered next year, but um, Adam and I will be working on the Project You Unbounded. Excited.